What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Safe Community Podcast, episode 102. Hi. My name is Tommy Shelby. <clears throat> With me, as always, Mr. Ryan Robinson. Hello, 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 hello. Ms. Shanae Howard. Hi. Let's get right into it. Do it. We haven't talked about this in a few weeks, so what have you guys been playing? Oh. Ooh. Hmm. All right. I'm back into No Man's Sky. You're liking that sweet multiplayer? Yeah. So I'm getting to see my friends. Mm-hmm. Not, not really. Uh, I did run in. I don't know. The game is. Uh, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Uh, and um, for the first time, I think ever, actually ran into a planet that somebody had already discovered. Cool. That, that had never happened to me before. So that was kind of cool. Um, I just started playing uh, Injustice Two. Um, really liking the fighting in that. It's it's pretty choice. Um, the, a little some, even even with the armor system. I we'll see. I'm playing through the story mode right now. Yeah. Uh, and that doesn't appear to play into the story mode at all. Mm. Um, although yeah, the armor stuff is all like they use multiverse to explain it. Yeah. Um. I did like I I I I quit the game during the story mode, and then that showed me like all the armor that I had earned mm-hmm. and all the sections that I beat. Um, so that the facial animation in that stuff is kind of creepy. I like it from what I've seen. It's like it's creepy in that it's like it's like kind of hyper realistic. Yeah, it's strange when a fighting game has yeah. better better facial animation than Mass Effect. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but so far it's good. I'm really liking the story. Um, so that's been fun. You know, I finished, uh, I finished Hellblade, uh, Sinuous Sacrifice. Yeah. Just, uh, as I said before, it's my favorite game of 2017, uh, right now. Um, and I'm still kind of plugging away at, uh, at, um, at Persona. Cool. Uh, getting kind of far. Um. How far are you? I will say, I recent i kind of just recently <coughs> finished the hamburger palace and then now i'm kind of just doing a few i feel like things. that's probably your favorite thing in a video game it actually to be fair that is actually my least favorite palace in the entire game wow because you love hamburgers i do love hamburgers shanae what have you been playing persona 5 you're all you got to be close to done you've been Oh no, yeah, you know. I've actually been pausing and uh, playing through Game of Thrones, <coughs> uh, the Telltale one uh, again, since I've been watching the season again. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, I've actually been putting it off, beating it. Uh, I have one palace left. You don't want to put off beating it, all right? I I I just I I keep just putting off beating it. Yeah. Just, yeah. Really need to make beating it a priority in my life. Are you doing a bit right now? No, no. I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah. Me and uh, Jimmy are uh, actually last night. We're talking about because he did the same thing. He like held off on it too. Yeah, around like the fifth palace, uh, like or I think I told you all before. Like I've I've like I finally stopped like wanting to restart it and just like do everything better. Yeah, you just you just want to get through it now. Well, not all. I don't want to. I don't want to replay it because I know because Berto's right. I won't. I won't. You're never it. gonna do it. I won't beat it if I repl- yeah. if I yeah. start replaying it, but uh, or restart it. But yeah, I'm like I. Who? Uh, who's your main girlfriend? Oh uh, my! My main girlfriend is uh, Haru because she's wholesome and cute. And I don't like I like the game doesn't hasn't let me make her my girlfriend, but I've just decided that she's my girlfriend. Um, you, you can, she could be your girlfriend. But she is my girlfriend. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah. Um, so. I'm Makoto. That's cool. You're teaching her how to be a human. Makoto. <laughs> um, I've been playing. So there's this developer that I just recently learned of, and I'm really not sure how long they've been around. I think they're called DYA. Mm, yes, 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 yes. Um, so they've only had three games so far, and they all are like new takes on old formulas so sure. i played super star path this week i mm. uh, beat that very short um but that's like a shoot 'em up with puzzle elements yeah, like puzzle game, game elements put game in there it's really cool it's really good uh i've also been playing a game that i purchased for shanae this week uh called hidden folks hidden folks and that's really awesome it's a it's a hidden object game which i'm not usually into um but I like it a lot. 
been, you know, 10 minutes here or there having my morning coffee. I'll, I'll play a little bit of it what, at a time. What's drawing you to this one? Uh, I like the animation of it. It is also more like Where's Waldo looking mm. than uh, most hidden object games. A lot of hidden, hidden object games are like fucking ugly. They look like they belong on a fucking iPhone. Like yeah. just, you know. Yeah. Uh, the animation of it's nice. Uh, I like that things can be hidden in very obscure places. Things do move, um, which is which is nice. All the sounds in the game are made by mouths, which is kind of weird. Uh, like on Doug? Yeah, kind of like on Doug. Okay. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. I've been playing playing those. Right on. Um, anyways, now it is time for Can I Finish? The winner of Can I Finish? That's the song I decided is for Can I Finish. Gets to cast Can I Finish, in which if you are interrupted by somebody, you can say, hey, can I finish? And that person has to shut the fuck up for 10 minutes. I didn't even use it last week because... You didn't? I was just so enthralled by everything. Well, and the whole purpose of this game, yes, it's for trivia and fun and all that. Uh, it's also so we are better about not interrupting each other. Yeah. So if you didn't have to use it, that's a good thing. It's kind of a it's a quality of life improvement. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the winner also gets to promote any anything they want at the end of the show, games related or not. Sure. So my question for you guys today is uh-huh. Kim Swift. We all know Kim Swift, I'm assuming. I know the name. Shanae? No. Okay, you guys might have trouble with this then. Which is weird because I never thought about what happens if nobody gets the answer right. <laughs> then nobody finishes. <laughs> if nobody gets the answer right, he, Tommy, I get to Tommy do it. gets the can I finish. Uh, Kim Swift was part of the original team that developed the prototype of Portal before it was presented to Valve. Right. She then went on to work on Portal uh, along with Left 4 Dead 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. She did this all at a very young age. Portal, I think, as of this week, is 10, yeah. 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she was like 21, 22 when that was going on. Um, in 2009, she left Valve started a, to join another company called Airtight Games. They released a game, I believe, exclusive to the Xbox 360 and PC. What was that game? This is an Xbox 360 and PC Keeping in mind... What year? 2009. Keeping in mind the game that she worked on previously. Uh, what games are that came out around that time uh, are Portal-like? Portal-like. Shit. I can't think of any game that's Portal-like. No? Uh-uh. Um, so you're not taking it then? Can we... You said no hints, right? Uh, that's really... That is pretty much all I know about Kim Swift. Except for that, now she works for EA and is working on Battlefront 2. Oh, I was going to say, what genre is this game? Oh, it's the same genre as Portal. It's a first-person puzzle game. I don't know. I, pr- I, feel, like, I feel like I know, I'll know it. I'll be kicking myself when you say you'll what it You'll know it. I don't, I, yeah, I, you'll Because the like. I mean, it's not first person, but the, like puzzle game around. It was a big deal, and her name was attached to this game because she she led development of this game. Kim Swift's like it was it was it wasn't like a huge game. It didn't do extremely well, but people tie her to this game. You know, when this game was talked about, it was talked about with her name on it. I give up. I don't know. Quantum Conundrum. God damn it. I didn't know. I wouldn't. Know. I would never guess that. Okay, I'll try to make them a little easier then going forward. I just what, thought, I thought for sure one of you would know this. What's the name of Mario's brother? <laughs> Luigi Mario. Yeah. Uh, as of the movie, that is canon. So let's get into the meat of the show. Uh, today's topic was inspired by talking to a friend of mine recently about video games. Mm. Was um, it me? It was not you. Cool. I'd brought up uh, NBA Live having women in the game for the first time yes and she thought you know that's pretty cool sure uh she says so who's on the cover of the game said i honestly don't know yeah um so i looked it up i don't know basketball players very well outside of spurs uh but some some male was on the cover right so i started doing some research we're gonna go over these one at a time and i just want to get your guys opinions on these things in uh, FIFA 16, mm-hmm. FIFA 16 was the first FIFA to have women in the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
They have had women in the game since FIFA 16. I think they're going to continue to. Uh, coincidentally, that was also the same year as the Women's World Cup. The cover featured a man and a woman mm. on the box art. Mm. To scale. So it's not like the man was larger or anything. Sure, sure. Um, but he was there. But that, even though women have been in the game since then and will continue to be, at least so it seems, uh, that has been the only time that a woman has been on the cover. Sure. What do you guys think about that? Shanae, you want to go first? It's a touchy subject, you know? I don't, I don't want to, like, piss anybody off listening to it, but I want you guys to give your honest opinions on it. Uh, honestly, uh, if we're going to go for popularity, like, I feel like men's soccer or men's football, uh, like, it brings in a lot more money than women's. To be fair, that year it did not. That year, women's soccer was more popular than men's soccer. Mm. Uh, uh, since not, then... Generalizing. Generalizing. Right. I feel like it brings in more money. So what are you going to do when you want to sell something? I don't think it's necessarily like a sexist move. It's like a business move. Sure. Um, and even even women's sports not being as popular as men's sports in a lot of a lot of different categories. I don't necessarily think. I don't necessarily think it's like always always sexist. I think that there is a lot. There is like. Let me say this. I think you're gonna get. I think you're going to feel differently the farther we get into this topic. I don't think, like, no, I'm not saying, like, all of the people feel this way, but I do feel like there is, like, some sort of, there is a thought pro- thought process that can be argued that because, like, obviously a lot of men's teams have been around longer or the fact that even, like, men and women's sports, um, like, don't do as well. So as far as turning them to video games and having, like, oh, if we're going to, like, have both of them, you're going to go for the one that sells more money. I mean, obviously, with something like FIFA, high-profile game, one of the best-selling games of the year, every year, yeah. uh, they want to do what's going to make them the most money. I get that. Um, I just think it's weird that we, you know, they've decided to still include women, but let's no longer have women on the cover. Uh, Ryan, what do you think of this? So I don't think that uh, I don't think that cover is uh, the product of any, you know, malintent on. No, I think that co- I think that cover was a good thing. Yeah, I don't. Th- but uh, what I what I do think though is now I'm thinking about. You know, that being the first uh, edition of FIFA to actually feature f- uh, female players, uh, you know, with like what it, I'm thinking about what would have happened if the cover was just the female player. Sure. And we know in 2016 that women's soccer was more popular than right. women's soccer. Now, um, I think that there would have, I could already see what the reaction to that would have been. And I think that anytime, it seems very much like anytime we. Uh, make an attempt to put women on a pedestal in any capacity, especially in this kind of uh, in this ecosystem. It's usually not met. It's not usually not received very well. Okay. Um, and that's probably what's you know what's giving me pause. Now I'm glad that you know I'm glad that that cover exists, but I I I also would have liked to see have seen a cover with just. A female player on it. Fair enough. Uh, Bioshock Infinite. Hmm. When this cover released, a lot of people were kind of pissed because it includes a large picture of Booker DeWitt uh, with no presence of Emily. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. So here's the thing, right? You play as Booker. You don't play as Elizabeth. Sure. Elizabeth is still a major player in that game. Right. Uh, Audiences were not happy. So... Ken Levine uh, puts out a poll saying that we are going to have a reversible cover. Here are the images that you can choose from, many of which had Elizabeth on them. We know now that that did not win that poll. Sure. So people complained about it, but did not do anything, do anything about it. About it. Yeah. What do you guys think of that? I think that I honestly think that a lot of what we see as far as complaints go with anything in video games, it's kind of like, like this empty rage over nothing. Yeah. Uh, and I think that, you know, that the game is the game regardless of the cover, right? And if you, if, you know, if we want, so you think marketing isn't important then? I think marketing is important, but what I'm saying is that, uh, it's very hard to, I feel like sometimes it can be hard to sell to, a mass of people who aren't always entirely sure what they want. But we know now and for several years <clears throat> that 
video the video games audience has been about half women. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I feel so you're not just selling to a big group of dudes. Right, you're not. But and Ken Levine's whole stance on this was, well, my games sell mostly to frat dudes. Yeah. Which I don't think frat dudes are playing Bioshock. I think I, frat dudes no. are playing Madden and Call of Duty. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I think that, you know, while half of the audience, well, roughly half of the audience is female, I th- it's in in my experience, it seems like the, the more vocal bunch is primarily male. Hmm. So I feel like that's a lot of where your complaints about that sort of thing are going to come from. Shanae, anything to say on that one? Uh, I all right. Having Booker on there and as like the uh, he's he's the protagonist. He is. he is what you're playing as. It makes sense. Um, I don't disagree. But combining, I brought this but, one up more for the fact that people were allowed to vote on the inside jacket, and overwhelmingly, we got that hideous orange thing. I. I don't even remember seeing or hearing anything about a vote for it. Yeah. So, but um, with the comments of like, oh, he's selling to frat dudes and with the comments and with the fact that like, I've mentioned before that it was really cool that that girl who made a really amazing Elizabeth cosplay uh, got uh, hired to be like the official like cosplayer for that game and got invited to events. But there was no official... Booker one. Was there not, or you just, do you just not know of him? Not as fast as hers. Yeah. Probably, there probably is now, but uh, at the time, like it was before the game even like really came out that she got hired. Okay. So I'm just saying, like, all right, well, like, and if there is, it was definitely not as publicized or shared about, and that definitely is double standard. Horizon Zero Dawn's cover has a enormous picture. Of robot dinosaur with a little tiny Aloy mm. in the bottom left. What do we think of this? I don't know. It's like, because obviously Aloy as a character is the central focus of that game. Sure. Uh, but, but at the same time, dinosaurs are big, right? Yeah, dinosaurs are so big. So showing the scale yeah. might be what they were going for. Also, like, or hey, is it that they're going for, hey, let's not show as much of this female protagonist? I think that, well, it's yeah, it's it's hard, you know? It's hard to really to really uh, divine that because, yeah, like, the huge draw of the game, especially leading up to release, was like, I want to show you, we want to show you how big these robot dinosaurs are. Sure. And, um, and I feel like that was a large part of the marketing push for that game was to show that skill and show how impressive that was. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, so I guess you could see it like one way as, you know, showing that off, uh, versus, you know, downplaying, you know, Aloy's significance. And I think that if they wanted to do that, you know, they probably wouldn't have made a game where you, where the central and primary, primary and, uh, playable character is okay so let's explain something here uh marketing team versus development team mm-hmm. it's two different things yeah well i understand that but like if you're going to sell your game based on you know if you're going to try to sell your game based on you know what the character looks like then i don't think i just don't think that it was had anything to do with aloy being a woman i could be wrong okay let me give you this example then okay the last of us uh both both versions the original release and the re-release of right. the last of us uh, have Joel and Ellie both on the cover, both to scale. Mm. Uh, Naughty Dog had to fight their marketing team to get Ellie on the cover of that, of that game. Mm. So now what do you think of Horizon? Uh, is it the same marketing team? No. Well, I, gu- I guess I'd have to, t- I have to look more into the marketing team and see and sure. see what their intent with it was. Uh, if it was just to show like, hey, we want to sell this as... Um, like a fighting a robot dinosaur game, this is what's going to sell the numbers. Uh, and not necessarily that, and just kind of like whether, yeah. So if they're like, oh, it doesn't, like we're not, we're making her small to show the scale. Mm-hmm. Or if they're making this, or they're making this small because they're like, oh, no one's going to really want to buy a game with a woman on the cover. Let's show the, like, the dinosaur. Sure, sure. So I guess like whatever their intent was, I think matters a lot in this context. I feel like if you're going to, like from a marketing perspective, I think that, you know, the the badass female is definitely, or I should say, the badass woman is is definitely like it's it's had a resurgence, right? And, you know, and like we have games like you know the reboot of Tomb Raider, um, you know, and I think that 
it you can sell a game you know with just a with just you know a woman on the cover mm. um but i don't know i I, like, I i present this this topic as a whole because i do think that there is still some hesitance there to like show the woman yeah yeah uh, i could see that I th- like i'm sorry go ahead oh so no you go ahead. we'll see it makes because now i'm thinking about i'm thinking about your brother-in-law mm. and i remember him saying that he if if the only choice is to play as a woman he will not play the game right um and i have to wonder like how many other how many other people feel that way sure um and i feel like that would definitely that could definitely figure into the uh marketing as well now i'm but then then of course that implies a whole bait and switch scenario which you know that's you don't want to go into that territory either Mm -hmm. um but I don't know. I think I, maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe that has. I'm sure that that has to have something to do with how they're selling these games. What do you, what do you think, Shanae? Yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Shanae. Oh no. Um. Yeah. Basically, there is obviously going to be a group of people that are not going to be happy about playing a woman character. And I'm less concerned with the audience as I am with the marketing team and publisher. Sure. Oh, I know. Saying like, and that's. Uh, and then, of course, there's a vocal minority in that group of people that are, like, extremely vocal. And it, and it just seems weird that the marketing teams are listening to that. Yeah. Rather than everybody else who would be totally fine or even very happy to see more representation. I also think it's a fine line. Well, we know it's a split demographic, right? We yeah. know it's 50-50, so why try marketing to one or the other because I, I think that video games is still for some one reason or another still seen largely as a boys club mm. or as an immature thing but yeah. we know or it's even- not they know it's not yeah so um, you know so i don't know at the, like i feel <clears throat> you know it's f- uh, for all the strides that i think video games have made over the past couple of decades um i think that it's still there's still definitely a stigma attached to them mm-hmm. uh and you know, it's weird because I think that, you know, the advertising is, the advertising of these games is kind of, it's very, it's still very obviously aimed at a specific group of people. Like these, the advertising is not geared toward uh, attracting uh, the, fe- the you know, the female player base. It seems very much geared toward attracting the male player. Base. I just wonder why that is when the information is out there. I but they know. have I, it, you know. It, it just seems very, they have that information. It, it seems very tone deaf, yeah. but like it's still that's still the way it is. I um like I was trying to say, I think there's a fine line between um representing female characters and being like proud of the character that it is, regardless of being male or female, and then a, and then putting uh putting women on a pedestal to mm. be like have that like. Because I, I don't want to be marketed on a game to be like, this is a badass badass girl. You yeah. can play a badass woman. I like badasses. And like, I guess like the female equivalent of like Duke Nukem. He's a badass dude. I don't want, I I don't. That mis- game was wet. <laughs> oh man, wet is good. You should play that game. Uh, it was but, good. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're actually right. Because I remember, because you just like knee slide through everything. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Uh, yeah, because you know, women on your knees. Uh, uh, but like, but, okay. <laughs> well, right. I mean, how I didn't many times it. did fucking how many times in other games do you see men on their knees that often? Vanquish. Vanquish. All right, point. Uh, <laughs> I will give you that. Uh, but yeah, I think that I think that there is a fine line to being like, hey, like so because you don't. There's also people that are going to have <coughs> a knee jerk reaction. A knee jerk reaction. If you if you like to anything that is kind of uh, that's kind of like forced on them. Sure. A lot, a lot of people like, oh, even if it's nothing necessarily bad, the fact is, if it's like overtly pushed on you, you're just like, no, I don't want that. Yeah. So it's I, I think that there is obviously there's a there's a crap ton of ways to market mm. in a way that doesn't necessarily put that off, but I do th- think that there is still that fine line of like you don't want to have to deal with some sort of stupid controversy mm. about your character's gender. Uh. When all you want to do is make this character be... I think absolutely you do nowadays. With social media and all that, if I put out a game that has a strong female protagonist and she is what we were talking about in our marketing and people go online and complain that you're trying to shove this down our throats, you're going to have an equal or larger audience defending you then. Yeah. Uh, I feel like controversies sell. Yeah. Uh, now Now I'm thinking about the cover art. Um, I don't know if 
like either of you can vividly remember it, but the cover art between Wet and the cover art for a game like uh, Bayonetta, mm-hmm. where the I remember both. Yeah, so I because I feel like those those two characters are presented in a different way, whereas like uh, you know Ruby from uh, Wet was very much portrayed as like the tough rough and tumble like mercenary yeah and whereas like uh bayonetta was very much like the hypersexual hair witch so i disagree i think that bayonetta yes she is sexy and there are there are a lot of like you know suggestive themes in that game but she owns her sexuality in that series and is a strong character in that series she's the strongest character in that series mm. um i disagree and, and even even the way that 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 character is designed anatomically uh, we've talked about heads before. <laughs> How many heads high male characters and female characters are supposed to be as a rule of thumb for animators? Mm. Uh, Bayonetta is taller, more heads tall than most male characters intentionally. Well, so. the, the point that I was making, Tom, was like, like she's she does like the sexy stuff in the game, right? Mm. But my recollection of the cover art for that game, like, does not include any of that like it doesn't suggest that at all i don't feel uh i mean it's her showing off her body and she's like doing yeah. like the side thing and looking yeah and i honestly don't think the cover for wet and bayonetta are that different mm. you know i mean yeah ruby's character model on the cover is much larger and mm. more in the foreground where no, Bayonetta is pushed I... back a bit but they're both just yeah there yeah you know uh and you know what i i guess it makes me a hypocrite because i do love bayonetta and i said that i don't want like a female version of duke nukem and then she kind of is like if you like think about like being like hypersexual, sort of in a way, in yeah. a, like in a way. But I do. Um, but I guess this is what I'm just gonna kind of add more to that now that like like I kind of realize that that is like hypocritical to say I don't want that. I guess it's just all the way that it's done. She does. You're you're 100 correct. She owns her sexuality. She like she is strong and confident in herself, and I think that's great. And I think that's something that can be that the reason why so many uh not, like everybody. That like does love the game. Not all of them are interested in women, right? Sure. And they right. love and they love her. They think she's amazing. Uh, yeah, they put her in Smash Brothers, so that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> Destiny Two, yeah, more recent example. And I thought this was, this was in, an interesting one uh, for multiple reasons. Okay. One because Destiny is a game in which we do not have a set main character, right? right. You have your character, right? Um, Destiny's Two cover art features. Three characters, mm. uh, a female, right, a black male, mm-hmm. and a white male, right. Uh, what do you think is who do you think is the largest character on that cover and pushed to the forefront? The white male. You are correct. So what do we think about this? <laughs> so what do we think about this? Uh, you, you, you can make any character you want. Uh, I'm not saying that the white male shouldn't be represented. I totally think that they should, uh, but you know. Why, when you can make every any character you want, the white male is in the center, in the foreground. Uh, the black that? male is in the back. The female is in the back. back what do you guys think man. about this? So, like, it's 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 a weird thing to put in the forefront, considering that's kind of like the it's kind of the cookie cutter archetype for most action games. So it's like, why not show like, I don't know. It just seems weird. It seems like a weird thing. Like when you can make any character that you want, they're going to highlight. We're gonna highlight the like the most, you know. I mean, look, I've I've always made an argument for creator's intent. If sure. your if your story is about a white male who is straight, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um. But this this is different, right? There yeah. there is no the story is about there, you, right? Right. Um. So I just want. But to then I guess then that. I guess by that logic, if the story is about you, then you can think about like, well, how many sh- how many uh, white males. Are they out there playing video games? Well, this guy's for you, right? Yeah. But, and uh, I guess to be fair, we don't know that that guy is straight. Sure. He could be space gay. I'm not saying that he is, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just, I just, you know, I thought yeah. it was an interesting one for yeah, um, outside of gender uh, and for the fact that you create your character. Could have been an Asian male, you know? Yeah, there's, there are no Asians in Destiny. That is weird. No, I don't know. <laughs> there probably are. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's... Uh, you know, it's it's weird. It's like it's funny because there's a lot of the stuff that we look at, where it's to the point where I mean, we see it so often and we're inundated with it so much that you know we don't we look at it, we just don't think about it uh, until 
you know, until like somebody really asks a question and then you start thinking about it analytically. But sure. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure that there are like a, a lot of people who, uh, just looked at that, looked at that cover art and were like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, I mean, I didn't, to be honest with you, I didn't think anything of any of these covers yeah, but until, I, until this week. But like, it's kind of, I just, cause we're used to it. Right. You know? Until I started looking into it because of that conversation. Yeah. Was when I started seeing a lot of covers that were questionable. Sure. Um, I'm not saying all of them have ill intent or anything like that. It just seems to be a trend that occurs very, very frequently. Well, you're gonna you're gonna market the game in a way that you think it's gonna sell, mm-hmm. right? You're gonna, but but like going back to what we said earlier, yeah. If they know that the market is is split, like why why continue to market then, it yeah, that way? Right. Um, I do have. Well, let's go over this one first before we jump into that. Okay. Uh, Resident Evil Five, the PS3, Xbox 360 versions of that game uh, have Chris Redfield in the foreground and Sheva yeah. in the back, right? Yeah. So, and that's weird because he plays either one of them. Yeah. Um, they re-released the game on PlayStation 4, I think probably on Xbox One as well. Yeah, yeah. The re-release cover of that game has Jill in the front and Chris in the back. Mm. So... I thought this one was interesting to bring up because uh, it's nice that they they switched it, put a female forward. Sure. But why is it the female that we only play in, as like, like in only DLC. in the DLC, yeah. the main character female isn't even on the cover? And I'm going to go ahead and say it. It's a white female. and uh, White blonde. Well, she's a brunette, but yeah. yeah. Oh, so she's been both. Yeah. Typically she's, brunette. Yeah. Uh, but why not Sheva? Like she has a much more prominent role in that game. Way more prominent like, role. Because Jill, you yeah. only you play in you play as you can have you, in the DLC in the in the flashback DLC. But she's not a part of like the central right uh, Resident Evil Five story. So like so why I, not Sheva? No, I agree with you. I think it should have uh. been Sheva. But part of me is like, well, I mean, you guys are talking about marketing. More people know Jill Valentine. Yeah. You know, is that why? Yeah, but like. It then, Why take Shiva out then? Yeah, yeah, and like then, it, and then it also sounds like you're selling that game on a on based on a DLC that you released for it, right? Which uh, is, seems like a weird. That's really good DLC though. That's really good DLC. Play co- that. The cover with Jill. Does it have the DLC included? Yeah. In the game. Yes. Okay. Well, I, there's also the differentiation of like, oh, the different versions, but I still agree that Shiva should not have been taken out. Right. I mean, she is more of a character of Resident Evil Wait, 5 hold on. Than, than Jill is. So, I because I don't remember what this looks like. Is it is it just Jill or is it Jill and Chris? It's Jill and Chris, but Jill is in the foreground. Okay. Chris is in the background. And no Sheva. No Sheva. Weird. Even though it I... It is weird. All video game box are weird, it seems like. Yeah. Judging from these. Like, if you... They're well, all weird. I don't know, because, like, when you actually stop to... Th- when you, like, actually look at it, some... When you, well, when you actually some stop to think Some of them are beautiful. About, well, that's true, but, like, then you think about... You look at some cover art and you're just like... You know, where did the decisions for that come from? Um, and, and and like in some ways, like the the cover art, you know, it kind of it it makes you think that the game is themed one way and it's something different. Like I was saying uh, last week, I think uh, when I look at when I look at the cover art for Gone Home, I was like, this looks like it could be a horror game, but it's not. Right. So I don't know. It's weird. Um, I did want to shout out a couple of games that I think do it well. Last of Us, like I said, yeah. they they had to fight with their marketing team to yeah. put both characters on the cover. Uh, when you only really play as Ellie for a little bit, yeah. Um, Overwatch has Tracer on the cover, mm-hmm. uh, gay female. I thought that was cool because they have plenty of white guys they could choose from. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, Dishonored Two has both characters on the cover when they could have easily just put Corvo on there yeah. and called it a day. Um. I think that that seems more like a thing to be like, hey, you can play as either one. Sure. Yeah. Sure. But um, uh, Beyond Two Souls uh, was just her face. Like, it didn't even show like anything else really about yeah. the game. Yeah. And, and it looks cool. But it was cool. I like that. And game. I also wonder, and I'm pretty sure that was done to be like, because selling the game was like, hey guys, Ellen Page is in this game. So even though everyone thought it was Last of Us, yeah, <laughs> was uh, nobody thought that. Uh, oh no! I had plenty of people ask me. Oh, is this Ellen Page? I think so. No one asked you that. Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, I feel like I wonder how. Now I'm wondering how well Beyond Two Souls would have sold if they put Willem Dafoe's face on it instead. But 
It, I mean, I feel like not very. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Plus, you don't play as him at all. No, no. He did it, though. He is in, in body. Yeah. And also, um, also in spirit. Yeah, I mean, so that's really it. I, what, do you, what do you guys think? Is there anything that you have as far as covers you think are controversial uh, for this reason or covers that you would like to, you know... Uh, praise for for sure. not doing these things. Um, do we do we think this is all coincidence? Is, is me looking through video it, game covers well, this week? I don't stupid. I, I don't feel like because that's what I did. I, w- I, I went and looked on Amazon for video the, games the, and just looked the, through the, the covers. Thing, the thing I learned about marketing, yeah, uh, especially how we market how how these kind of things are marketed. Th- there's no such thing as coincidence. Like this is all like all of it is done with some kind of intent. Mm. Uh, whether it's malintent or not, I guess you get to decide that, uh, for yourself, but it's not coincidence. Uh, these games, these things are marketed in a very specific way, uh, for a very specific group of people. I don't know why it's done that way. Um, and it's weird though, because like you brought up, um, you brought up, uh, Overwatch. Now I have to, I definitely applaud, uh, I definitely applaud Blizzard for what they've done with Overwatch as far as uh, the diversity that they've fostered in that game. Um, I think it would. I th- I think it's you know I think it's cool that we uh, that we get to see a character like Tracer in a game um, and and use also use her to market that game. This is how inclusive they are. <laughs> Even apes. Even apes. <laughs> well, like I think because like I feel like uh, Overwatch has been one of the most culturally diverse. Uh, rosters of any game that i've seen uh and pretty much all of the dlc characters that they've released for that game have been people of color actually yes all of them um but it is cool to see that it's okay to like let's like like you said you know there's a bunch of there's a bunch of males and there's there's white males in that game that they could have put on the cover of that shooter right which they didn't which seems like a weird move to make when (coughs) you're selling a first person shooter but you know it worked um now i can't say that I think that it also worked on the strength of it being Blizzard, and uh, there had been, absolutely uh, had been so much coverage based <coughs> on that game prior to that. But still, um, <coughs> thinking about okay, I'm thinking about the cover for Fortnite. Um, it's got that lady on it. It's got it's got two ladies on it. Mm. It's got two ladies and two dudes. Um, one of them is some black ninja guy and i don't mean like a ninja wearing black but a black dude who is a ninja uh and it's got like two of the ladies are standing like in very prominent positions they look very they look pretty tough one of them's holding like a machine gun another one's holding like a giant wrench or whatever and um they don't seem to be detracting from that at all mm-hmm. um so that's you know that's good but like a lady with a wrench who to thunk um but what about Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat rarely has characters on the box art. Yeah. Uh, so in Mortal Kombat X. That they, one does. Yeah. They use Scorpion. <coughs> uh, no, it's a giant Sub-Zero head. Is it giant Sub-Zero head? Oh, the original release. You're right. It is Scorpion. Yeah. Um, and that's it's like. XL has the Sub-Zero head with all the DLC characters across the bottom. Yeah. Um, but then again, like it's. Like, then you kind of, I, I would ask questions about the cover art, which is weird because, like, if they were to, like, put, I don't know, Sonya Blade's face on there instead. Well, to be fair, and this has nothing to do with gender, Sonya Blade's a fucking lame character. Yeah. She is Katana. Pretty, yeah, put Katana, Katana on there. Or Melina. No, don't put Melina on oh, Come on. <laughs> come on. Uh, Katana or, you know, they haven't, but then again, Mortal Kombat has, I don't know, it's... I'm trying to think of like all the women that have been in Mortal Kombat, and there's a lot. Yeah, uh, they could have used any number of them, but then again, like then you're also going for like who do people know from Mortal Kombat? Like everybody knows Scorpion, sure. Everybody knows Sub Zero, so why not? Um, I guess everybody knows Sonya Blade too, but I mean, to be fair, she is a lame character. Yeah, uh, super lame. I mean, or they could have used. Uh, because they had the they had Cassie Cage, yeah. Uh, they could have used her. Uh, I don't know. It, well, there's no there is no brand recognition there though. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like also, like even now, even now that that game's been out for over a year, no one gives a fuck who Cassie Cage is. What does the Street you know? Fighter Five cover look like? It's just Ryu. Just Ryu. Yeah, and that's just based on you know. Well, everybody knows Ryu. Well, he is the main character yeah. of that series. Yeah. You think but... they could have? could have put Chun Li on there? Oh yeah, have some fun in the Chun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I do feel like it. Uh, like Japanese games is not so much of a problem. Especially JRPGs, uh, quite often, like male and female, up there the same size. Uh, sometimes I'd agree with you. Sometimes I wouldn't. Uh, uh, Tales has only let you be a woman once. How many games are in that franchise? Just a trillion. Uh, oh, wow. uh, atelier. 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 They a lot of also the... atelier. This really depends on who you talk to. Yeah. If you talk to the French, it's atelier. Mm-hmm. How do you um, how do you say le atelier? They're <laughs> they're pretty good about it. Well, those all um, all those games star a female character. Yeah. You know. Um. That's like praising Tomb Raider for putting Laura Croft on the cover. You know. Well, you know, you should. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, you should. They, and they did. Um. um but like, the, as far I, as like series that 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 include both, like I I don't know nothing nothing jumps out to me. Nothing. I mean, uh, they're pretty good. I mean, even with but even though you're playing the main character, there's. There's times where obviously you're gonna have uh, like male characters in the group, Ooh, mm-hmm. and they'll have like the main character be the large one next to like the the logo and whatever, and then the male characters and like lower ones will all be the same size in the background. Sure. Uh, which I mean, they could try and make it look some, like something else. Yeah. Um. There's no T in else. <laughs> just take a note of that. Hey, so like, uh, I just feel like. As far as as far as the gender divide on on cover, I think that the biggest one has got to be first person shooters, like that because it's and they they typically for like a long time. I remember first person shooters just being a dude walking toward you or away from you, mm-hmm. uh, and even in first person shooters where you could play as both, like especially like uh, like um, <clears throat> like Rainbow Six, always always a dude on the cover of Rainbow Six. Uh, and Rainbow Six Siege is a bunch of dudes. Um, the I guess there's never been a Call of Duty where you play as a woman in the campaign. Um, but I feel like you know if that though that's a very that's that is a genre of video game that like if you want to sell it, put a dude on there. Uh, and like because then like. Then, because when, when you put a, if you put a, if you put a woman on there, then it's then like that goes back to what I was talking about with you know people complaining about was well, trying to shove it down our throats. But then to your counterpoint, <coughs> there's like, well, you have all those. You, you, you to your counterpoint, you had people who would just defend it, and, right? And like, which would be a larger, more vocal group. Absolutely, it would. Um, so which begs the question, like, why not just go for it? Yeah, uh, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, that's kind of why I brought it up because there's like, you know? you're not gonna you. Especially if you have an established franchise like Call of Duty or like Battlefield or like any of the ones that we've mentioned, like if you've got an established franchise that you know people are going to buy, like there is, like there is no risk to that investment. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but again, like it's all comes down to the marketing firms and like why they believe because they have to do extensive research. Like that's kind of their thing. They have to do the research to figure out how to sell. Yeah, things. I mean, exactly what I going back to what I said. Like uh, any information that I have on the market, they should have. They they have it. Yeah. You know, I have not done extensive research. Yeah. So, but, what is stopping them from representing women in on in cover art, and especially like? I mean, it's not everybody. We just named a yeah. good list of people that do it very well. Yeah. But uh, but you know the the scales are definitely not equal in that equation. You know. No, absolutely not. Um, it was not hard for me to find this list. Yeah. You know, um, and it just it it seems like, um, I guess in a way, we it could be looked at as like, well, I want to sell this game, but you know, we don't want to we don't want to be too threatening. Uh, we don't want <coughs> we don't want to be too threatening to the to the guys who might buy this game. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's stu- I think it's a stupid. I think I don't I can't confirm that that's the line of reason because I don't work at a marketing firm, but. Um, I mean, if that is the case, you know, that's a really stupid line of thinking. And well, I, and I do think part of it is, like you said, it is, you know, the market that they're trying to speak to. Your, your example of Mortal Kombat X, uh, if it was Sonya Blade on the cover, I don't know that that game would have sold as well. How about Katana? 
Even so, I don't know that it would. Uh, but even though they're not, they're not the faces of the franchise, Scorpion and Sub Zero are. I mean, they've been there just as long. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like you see more in like pop culture. Like Sonya has been there since the first Mortal Kombat game. Yeah. You know. Um, I don't know. You you are right in pop culture. That is typically who we see, but there's got to be reason as to why that's the case. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> um, I don't. Know. I think that. It's it kind of goes to the mindset of like when you think of a hero, when you think of someone like rushing to the front lines and and you know overcoming the enemy. I think that the general mindset is just it's it's a really strong guy mm-hmm. doing those things, mm-hmm. and that and it might be, in the case in the case of Destiny too, it's a white guy doing those things. Yeah, it is a white guy doing those things. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, he might be space gay, so <laughs> uh, so we don't know. Um, yeah, that's true. He might be. You know, it's funny because look in Destiny, you can create people who are blue, mm. right? There's no blue people on the cover. No blue people. So, not a single one represented there. Yeah. Maybe they're not fans of the Blue Man Group and they don't want to support that. Mm. Like on mm. their marketing team. I'm not a fan of the Blue Man Group either. Uh, I think that if you're a fan of the Blue Man Group in 2017, there's something wrong. Sup? <laughs> <laughs> um, it just it's it just seems like the safest. It like seems like a safe bet, and I think that that's the thing is that you know. Look, game development and selling video games, is it's a gamble every time. And, well, I mean, it's to a lesser degree for some people, right? Like, it's to, like, if we're talking about a, uh, like, we're talking, like, about a Call of Duty or a, uh, or a Madden, like, the gamble's not really there because people are going to fucking buy it every year. But uh, when we're talking about maybe a new, like, a, maybe a new IP or a new, uh, a new entry in an IP that's, like, Maybe you're coming off of a previous game that would that didn't do so well. Mass Effect uh, Andromeda. And uh, and you want to sell it, then you're just like, well, just play it safe. Put a put a dude on there. Do you remember what Kingdoms of Amalur? Yeah, mm-hmm. I had a dude on there. Yeah, I had a dude on there. Skyrim, dude. No, Skyrim was just, just uh, a Skyrim symbol. Just that just symbol, a, just yeah. a symbol. Uh, Same but like all the other and all the, games and all the marketing for Skyrim though, it was all like the like, uh, ads and stuff. It was always like. It's like always like some Viking dude. Um, Boy grunts are better than girl grunts, apparently. Uh, I don't know. It just, I just, I think it goes back to like guys want to see themselves in video games so that guys will buy video what? games and, you know, girls will just deal with it because they want to play the video games. That's what I think is the logic there. I don't think you're wrong. Yeah. Should have been, should have been a Khajiit. Or something. I don't know. I think that it's when you think about it. When you I look at the kitty cats. When you look at the long list of these things, like it's kind of like it's boring. Like there's nothing. Like there's nothing really like setting these things apart. Like it's always like you get you get what you expect every single time. And like I would like to see something. That's not true though, because we've just listed examples in which you don't get what you, that what you see every single time. Okay, sure. But, several. Okay, you know. several. But like I'm. What I'm saying is that like a va- like. That's a small sample size. I could I could find you many 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 more if you would like. I would like. Yes. Okay. Um, what I'm what what I'm saying is that it's really easy just to go with like the tried and true method. Whereas like why not just take a risk? Why not make something like interesting? Why not make something that like speaks to other people? Uh, it just seems like it seems like there's no interest there uh, in doing that, and I don't know why. I mean, I don't think it's a huge problem with the industry. I think it is a problem with the industry, um, which is why I, I brought it up today. I just, you know, Do you to, th- to say that it's most, I don't know that I would even agree that it's most. I'd say that it's many. It's too many. Let me let me let me but, amend uh, let me amend my statement then. Most of what I have seen, that would okay. be more fair. I just feel like you've seen the same stuff I've seen. You know, now, I feel like you. But, I feel like you. You've probably seen more stuff than I have. Uh, because you, like, you you uh, you pursue these things. Like, not these things, but, like, you kind of play more out-of-the-way video games than I do. And also, you kind of, you buy more video games than I do. So, mm-hmm. like, I've, I feel like you've been exposed to more of it. But, like, um, and also, it's weird because, like, I'm realizing that I haven't been actively looking at the cover art, really. Like, I look at the name. Sure. And then, like, I look at the name. Like, I know that name. 
and then like the cover art kind of just well you know i said the same thing this had not occurred to me yeah but uh, you just look at the name you're like you know the name like i'm gonna buy this game and that's it well and half the time i don't see the boxer anyway i haven't bought physical in a long long time sure you know and like even with your steam like it's just a list of names yeah so you don't you're not seeing the cover art on that either so i think if we're, uh talk about a lot as far as developers intent mm. marketers intent like their marketers intent is always just to sell the games today that's always the intent yeah it, all right well developers intent is always just to make a game that's not simpl- true if we're gonna simplify it that's what you do that is your job as a marketer is to sell this fucking product but there's different ways to sell it but the intent is always to con- sell. That's why we're having this conversation. I agree. I'm, I'm just saying, like, talking about marketing, the intent of the marketers, like, that's all. That's always their intent. That's always their goal, you know? Obviously, they want to sell the game, but it's like, but there's different ways to do it. And they're, uh, whatever. No, go on. No, I mean, it's just re- rehashing the same facts. Like, we talk about developer's intent. Developer's intent is to cr- is to develop. If we're saying marketer's intent is to market, like that's just a simplified thing. Just like there's different ways to develop games and different types of games, there's different ways to to like market things. Uh, and then, like as we said, this is a problem, but like and not a large one. I things like things like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, is that an actual problem? Is there a reason the marketers did it uh, in that way because they didn't think having a larger like her having a larger role would sell it, or do they think that? Everyone just wants to fight dinosaurs. Right. Um, and if I don't think it's a problem if their intent is to market it at, to sell it the best as fighting dinosaurs. I think when we say developer's intent, we mean creative, creative intent. And do you think that creative intent plays as a larger role in the marketing of a product than in the creation of that product? I don't know if I necessarily understand your question. Okay. So... When a developer makes a game, their uh, their intent, yes, their end goal is to finish the game, but uh, they're also a lot of the time we're looking to tell a story, or um, or invoke a certain feeling in playing that game, uh, and the concern isn't necessarily always with how well the game sells. Mm-hmm. Uh, the concern uh, many times is how well can we tell this story with the tools at hand? So do you think that the same would go for a marketing team who was creating cover art for a video game? Or ad for that matter? Like, do you think that, do I want to tell a story or do I want to increase optics on this thing so people give me, give give this, these, this company money for it? Um, I still like. I mean, marketing. Uh, when I say when I say the phrase marketing, uh, marketer's intent, mm-hmm. I just mean in that sub fact. Do I think that it affects? I get what you're saying with Horizon. By the way, I do understand where you're coming from with that, which is why I brought that cover up in the first place. Because I don't know. Did did, like, did, yeah. did they want to show this big scale battle? But are they, or are they trying to mask this this feeling? Yeah, are character? they are they contributing? Yeah, no. Are they contributing to the? Problem I get. I get. Or not? I do understand what you mean, Shanae. I do understand what you mean. Uh, uh yeah. But do I think that like do I? Th- uh, all right. Do I think that there are marketing teams that are hired by a company and their <coughs> client, which is the developers or producers, tell them, "Hey, this is our game. This is the feel we have. This is what we want to sell it as because if people buy it and it's not what we think it they think it is, it's been proven to do lo- worse in sales and have a lot of problems." Okay. Example, uh No Man's Sky was marketed as something it wasn't. So, uh, and there's pl- and there's other exa- uh just to have it as like a as a topic or since you brought up No Man's Sky and that's the first one that popped in my head. It may be a terrible example, not the point that I'm trying to make. The okay. point, like the point that I'm trying to make is like marketers are trying to sell the game, but they're still trying to sell the game that the client is telling them to sell. Okay. So with their process in there, there's still like an intent of how to do it. Okay. And that's what I'm saying as marketing intent. Do I think that it is the creation of the game or like <clears throat> or anything like that? No. I think that there are times does. when they're not trying to sell the game that the developer is telling them to sell. Oh yeah, well it's just like I think that happens frequently. Yeah, 
But it's that's either bad communication or a shitty marketing team or on all the producers and developers as far as that goes. Because you are still like the marketing team is still like client uh, is still like is still rendering a service for their client. Hmm. That's true. Their client being that publisher, not that developer. Well, depending on like how indie or whatever this is. Well, in the case of like all the AAA examples that we've been talking about, yeah. we're not talking about indie. Yeah. Indy doesn't seem to have a problem with this at all. Yeah, they just do it. So, you know, I, I think it's dumb to even put them in the conversation. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't say at all, but yeah. Mm, okay. Uh, but to, that's, that's, a but significantly a smaller degree. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think that honestly, just like producers and like how that goes down, that's where like a lot of the problem is. Like who they're hiring, how they're like, because you, you can't. I don't believe at all that they're like, oh, just market this and let them do whatever the hell they want and have no say in it and be like, and they can't squash it and be like, hey. Sure. But there, but you have to understand there's a disconnect there between the developers, the people making the game, the publishers, the people that are funding the game and putting the game out, and the marketing team. There's a there's a huge disconnect there. Yeah, and that's, and that's a problem. Hmm. Hmm. Uh... I just th- I think that there I think that the definite the problem is really more with you know as I've said a few times is just you know the general uh, mindset and like who they believe that they're selling these games to um, like and the, you know that's an interesting point like we did talk about how it is like a fifty fifty split but at the same time you have to assume that that split is that 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 percentage changes depending on the product you're selling, right? right? We know that as as far as gamers go, it is about half and half, male female. Right. Um but can we say the same thing for first person shooters or right. RPGs or survival horror like right. is it always 50/50? Probably not. Yeah, cuz it might one one genre might skew larger toward female, right. vice versa, right? Um so it's hard to say, but like the, so and maybe that's what they're going off of, right? It probably which, is. Yeah, and I guess that's just something you know we hadn't considered. Like, yeah, I'm sure that there are, uh, I'm sure that there are plenty of women who play, who play live, or uh, plenty of women who play, you know, first person shooters, right? But mm-hmm. like, um, the percentage is definitely not equal there. Well, I mean, what do you think the percentages of male to female are with sports games? I mean, I think depends, that that even depends on the sport. Yeah, it depends on the sport and yeah. the year, for that matter. Yeah, like when yeah. we're ta- when we're talking about FIFA 16, like that year specifically, yeah. was really good for women's soccer. You know, um, and that's the year, coincidentally, that they decided to put women in the game and yeah. on the cover. Um, I think it would be. I think it would be closer. I think that the the uh, the difference would be closer with FIFA than it would be for like Madden. Um, yeah, because I, yeah, I re- can't. Man, really you know, I actually think I'm going to play that new Madden. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't even like football. Yeah, I was about to say you don't even like football. So, like, what are you doing? That uh, that story mode they have it's supposed to be really fucking good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what, like, because I I feel almost like I think it would be closer with like, and I don't know if this is me being dumb, but. I feel like that percent, like the the disparity is closer with uh, JRPGs, um, but you don't. See, I don't see a lot of, and granted, I don't play a lot of JRPGs, but the ones that I have seen, like most of them, you play as dudes anyway. So, I mean, there, Shanae is right. There are a tremendous amount of JRPGs in which you play as a female. Yeah. I just brought up like Tales because Tales is a very long running RPG series, very successful RPG yeah. series that has let you play as a woman from what I know one time. Yeah. Um, and the, I think it was the PSP version of Persona Three let you play as either. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did the cover art indicate that? Wait, no. Could you play as either? I'm pretty. Sh- I feel like in that version you could play as either. Or did they just add another party member? Because right. like Persona Four Golden adds another party member. It doesn't add the ability to like be. A, yeah. You know. Uh. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, then you know there. I mean, there are. I can think of JRPGs off the top of my head where you play as a where you play as a woman. Like there's, you got Valkyrie Profile. Uh, what is it called? Um, Parasite Eve. 
Um, I mean, yeah, that, that's exactly why I brought it up because, you know, you, you said it was mostly male. I feel like it's, I'm not going to say it's even, but I feel like it's well, pretty I mean, split. Well, I mean, again, I don't play a lot of JRPGs. Yeah. Uh, so just the one that I've seen, uh, you know, but then you have, um, it's, it, the, would you, with Final Fantasy thirteen? Yes. Uh, how prominently... I feel like Lightning's pretty prominently shown on that cover art, right? Lightning is basically yeah. the whole cover. Okay. Like, there's Lightning on the right side, the logo in the in the background, and, like, I think the rest of the box art is pretty much just, like, a distorted white filter over something, you know? Yeah. Uh, I heard people... I, like, did, uh, did I... Am I misremembering that people didn't like her very much? Uh, no, you're not. N- you know, here's the thing. You say, no, you're not, Shanae, but I think people as a character do like Lightning quite a bit. Otherwise, I don't think that so many marketing teams would continue still to this day, this last, this very month, as a matter of fact, to use Lightning in ad campaigns. I mean, all right. <laughs> there, ob- obviously, all right. There's, Maybe there's, not in this country, huh. but. There is a vocal group of people that do not like her. A vo- vocal minority that, that do, do not like her. I'm a vocal minority. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. I and mean, people don't like that game, no, but like that character has no, I like, been I mean, consistently been in tons of ad campaigns. Oh yeah, I know. I'm fine with her. Uh her character design is good. Uh she's super easy to cosplay, so a lot of people like her for that. Uh whether they have played the game or not. Uh, that's how I pick the characters. I like how easily I can cosplay as them. Oh, there oh, you think there's not a group of people who don't like yeah pick that for that reason mm. like and then and then of course people are like oh you're from final fantasy because like on the cover art and there's cosplayers and there's like in the ads and stuff <laughs> so it kind of just like just keeps going because people see because there's a lot of visibility uh from different media on that you know there's three versions of injustice 2 <coughs> uh that like at different price points like each one like comes with more stuff uh the the 60 dollars version the one that i bought uh, comes has Superman on the cover, and then I believe the next one up from that has Supergirl on the cover. Um, I don't know. It's just like, and I want now. I'm wondering like, what was the decision behind that one? Is Supergirl locked behind that edition? Uh, no, you can play Supergirl right away. Then I have to assume it's because they know they're going to sell more of the sixty dollars version. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I could be completely wrong, though. Yeah. Um, I feel like all three versions should have had Gorilla Grodd on the cover. None of them should have, no. Uh, yeah, I believe that. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Brainiac. He's the main villain in that game. Fantastic. And that guy's a... He's an asshole. Um, okay, so... He's an asshole, Tom. <laughs> he's an asshole, Tom. Sure. <laughs> what do I want to promote this week, guys? What do you? What do you? What have you watched anything? Did you watch anything yesterday? No, I haven't really done much of anything this week. It's been a very, very busy week for me. You read uh, any books? No. I... Uh-uh. You know what? There you go, Ryan. Uh, there's this book. There's a series I talked about on Check It Out uh, quite a while back called Boss Fight Books. They're getting ready to put out a new book, and that book is all about NBA Jam. Okay. A book about NBA Jam. Um, and I think you guys should check Damn it out. Right. There is an excerpt that you can read online. So I don't couldn't tell you exactly where to find it, but I'm sure if you Google, you know, Boss Fight Books NBA Jam, you'll come across it uh, of the the first bit of that book, and it's it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So if you want some info on NBA Jam, I mean, that's where you go. Check that book out. I've been clamoring for additional info at NBA Jam. I want to know. I want to know the mythology behind it. I it's want, actually very interesting. I want to know who was Boom Shakalaka. Okay. It's not who, Ryan. Oh. It's whom. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what were b- Boom? <laughs> what were Boom Shakalaka? <laughs> uh, how does how do they hold the ball when it's on fire like that? Yeah. Um, an NBA Jam Tournament Edition. You could do dunks from half court. Well, you see, NBA, NBA Jam Tournament Edition had hot spots. Mm. So, remember hot spots? No. You don't remember hot spots? No. Hot, there were the little markers all over the court, and if you stood on them, you had different abilities. Okay. 
Uh, also remember that was the one that was the first and only NBA Jam video game to feature a one Dennis Rodman. You remember that guy? He wasn't in the original. Nah, I thought they had the same roster. Mm-mm. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was Dennis Rodman. Uh, the NBA Jam reboot 